0: Yeah, it's Sedano LZ and Cap, Cap in the house, Clinton Yates in the house, Greg Bergman, I know he's going to have a whole lot to say about his Dodgers this afternoon, Laura Romo, hey, unique queen, we got a lot to talk about, so crew, welcome, 710 listeners, happy to have everybody along, it's Friday, we're pulling into this weekend, and I'll start it off by saying Clinton Yates, my man, what's up?
1: We have to discuss something very important. Mr. Kaplan, how are you? I'm great. I know great, that a lot you. of you might know my work from around horn, perhaps the undefeated, but plenty of you also know my work as the most handsome man at ESPN 710. Oh, and my. I'm extremely upset that I was left out of that social media poll. I just need that to be known. Okay. I just well, need that to be known.
2: You're not I, in I think the picture, right. Clinton.
1: I know that. <laughs> well, well that, that's
0: the first place to start, Laura. That's exactly right. Clinton should immediately be Photoshopped into the picture and then should be inserted into the conversation as to who muy guapo. You I mean, this is saying? a
1: non-question. Your boy is dominating this poll. I'm sorry. I love y'all, you know, but put me on the poll. I'm guaranteed to win it. I'm sort of messing around, but I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I would have would liked to be a part of it, but y'all look great. So
0: thanks. Well, thanks. I, I thought I should have won. Steve Mason thought he should have won. And Laura, I don't remember. It. Oh, you picked Max Kellerman, didn't you?
2: Um, I think she did. I or did think you pick I, LZ? I think I did. Max, LZ, Key, and Sedano. Yeah, those were my top four.
1: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: But all right. but
2: to my defense, Clinton wasn't on the picture, so he mm-hmm. could have been top five.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: okay. Just- where would you no, put it's, Clinton? It's wait, wait, wait 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 wait. Until I want to play. Right. Wait. No, I'm messing. <laughs> Laura, where let's let's say Clinton was on the was on the banner, Laura. Uh-huh. Where does he go? <sighs> This is awkward. Max <laughs> No, it's great. Max. I love the
2: awkwardness.
1: <laughs> Max LP. No, answer, answer the question. Answer Again. The question. Yeah, yeah, moving well, right I'm along. Ranking.
2: I'm ranking. He's top five. He would probably be like four.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. You've so already gone through four.
1: Diplomatic. Diplomatic yeah. answer. I appreciate that, Laura. You should
2: Laura. you should send Janice the picture that you think you look the most handsome in, and then she could like Photoshop no, it in. I'll
1: leave it up. I'll leave it up to Google. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I I'm confident enough in my, my strength of schedule. If you will.
3: (laughs) Now, Laura, Laura, just real fast. Sorry to interrupt you guys here, but Laura, what happened on Mason and Ireland? What happened on Mason and Ireland? Did you just rat out Jorge Briónis for something Uh that didn't happen? Yes,
2: yes, get out of here. Go away.
3: This happened. This happened at the end of. This happened at the end. (laughs) This happened at the end of Mason and Ireland, so it led right into us. What happened there? Because that's some nonsense if this is right.
2: First of all, bounce out of my mic because we Greg, each have our Greg, own mic covers I'm and you're mouth. go away. Okay. <laughs> goodness, Take what six, is going six <laughs> feet away from me. Thank you. <laughs> <worried
3: my mouth. laughs> Greg, clearly not in studio. <laughs> no, Greg's- No, I'm not in no. studio. Otherwise okay, none of this would be going like, on.
2: I'm trying to talk, but George doesn't let me. So I'm sitting waiting for the show to, you know, tell you guys, hey, you guys can come on she and they're, does. they're playing, they're playing game of games and I. Happened to say yes to Jesse to a question, and George is like, Laura says yes. And I'm like, Okay, you saw me too, so you saw that I'm, you know, clearly saying that yes. And he tries to throw me under the bus and say that I'm helping Jesse, but I truly was. I mean, I was helping both of them, right? You know, I get it. And then he goes, Laura's, you know, helping Jesse, blah 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 blah. And I was like, How Greg helps you?
3: Oh, I
2: mean, uh, like-
3: but I want to—I want to categorically, which is <laughs> deny this. I do oh, not help Greg. Jorge Briones. I don't.
2: I've—I've I've absolutely not. At least once, have seen what? you help I have, him. There
3: has been—if there was one—I was—I was walking in with my computer, and and Jorge looked at me and said, hey, "Who's this football player?" who I don't remember who it was, and I gave it to him, so and he have- got that right. Okay, you look,
1: hold had on, had hold one. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all are bickering, and let me just say this. From the person that is typically on the other side of the glass, even if both of these help situations are happening, as far as I'm concerned, that's above board. You're in the same room. Not that big of a deal. Hey,
4: somebody that makes it on the not top ten list of handsome doesn't count. I don't care about the opinion. Not wow. man. Wow.
0: Laura wow. Y'all are Laura really hot about this. You, wow. She said but not five,
1: but she top ten list. A ten. <laughs> 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 I was true. not ready. <laughs>
0: <Not true.
1: laughs> off the top rope. Okay. Nice Very well. Job.
3: Play on. A
0: All right.
3: Nice. Well, Cap, do- is that, was it a big deal, Cap? Is that a big deal if someone's helping in there?
0: Uh, listen, I'm the guy who's Googling and trying to cheat during games. You know what I'm saying? So don't <laughs> right, ask me. Exactly.
1: You know what I'm saying? It's called teamwork. Yeah. Pass the ball.
0: All right, let me do this real quick, Clinton. Just to yeah. pick up where we finished off last night, Two two quick things. One, Laura, did you go home last night? Did you apologize to your parents for having your your friend eleven eleven show up in your crib without introducing to your parents? Did what happened? We all want to know what happened.
2: <laughs> this what? fool, George, you need to go away. Stop messing with my boy.
0: <laughs> okay, Clinton, let me tell you the quick story here, in case you don't know. <laughs> Please do. So, Laura has this friend of hers. She's over at his house. They're sitting on opposite ends of the couch. And she says, Hey, it's 11, 11, make a wish. He comes in for a smooch and she's like, What are you doing? And and so there's that uncomfortable moment. But then, like two nights ago, she invites this same guy over to her parents' house where she lives. She pays rent. She gets she her own okay. woman. Okay. But but her parents usually go to sleep at 9:30. Her parents stayed up. They seem we are very way irritated. into
1: Laura's personal life. Oh, it's very deep. By. Very, very I am deep. not super comfortable, but go on.
0: Well, so many callers called yesterday and said, Laura needs to go home and apologize to her parents. She disrespected their home, et cetera.
1: Get out of here. Stop what? it. End of discussion. No. Now, are Laura, you kidding what you? happened? Why, apologize uh, for what? Well, That's because... That's what I said. <laughs> right. Exactly. Now you know where I stand on that. Come on All now. Right. Laura, you know, what happened though? What happened? grown.
2: I am grown. Thank you Queen. <laughs> I'm grown. <laughs> I didn't... I left late here so by the time i got home they were sleeping mm-hmm. so no i have not apologized to my parents okay um but you know mrs sedano had a lot to say on twitter last night Ooh. so i don't know if i want to apologize well, oh, oh. <laughs> now,
0: it, the statute of limitations is over you're not going to apologize and that's mm-hmm. right george sedano's wife kelly chimed in and she's like oh let me tell you something george and i dated forever and he never met my parents we traveled we went places he never met my parents <sighs> So yeah, so so you had some wow. support from your girlfriend. Okay. okay.
1: All right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I got you back on that. I mean, who cares? You know what I'm
2: saying? Thank you. Thank yeah. you. See you were, you should have been on the show like, right? Last, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: anyway, he's also not a father of a daughter. Just saying. Okay. No. You know
1: what? That's it, thank you
3: for that. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'd like you well, know. well, but that's what that's what it was all about. It was all about fathers of daughters saying like, you know, you have got to meet the parent you got okay, to Okay. Hello. I
2: have a question because you guys are guys who dated girls, right? Yeah. And did you guys go and be like, "Hi, my name is Greg. I'm friends with your daughter." I don't think y'all did that.
3: If no, I went into their I didn't house, do that. No. But if you I mean, went into their house, you didn't say hello to the parent. I mean, oh, it, I've like, been.
1: Yeah. Okay, hold on. I've been in a million girls' houses when the parents were home, and I did not
3: meet their parents. Thank you. Know you. Come on. Thank oh, you. Wow. What are we about here? Wow. Yeah. That's you know, that's something totally different. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, that's <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, what are we no, talking you're, about? You're, you're dinging for for yourself just because it's a thing for Laura. Yeah, no, <laughs> no I'm not. just saying I'm that's a part with of life. What well, y'all no, been running I, anytime, around people's basements? Meeting every been, parent
1: you you came
2: across, are you serious with that? Come on.
3: Anytime, anytime I've gone into a, a house of a friend, even if he was just a friend, I have walked in and there was a, a parent there. Yes, I met the parent.
2: Okay, but if the parent is like directly in front of there, you, yeah, that's different. Different, no. He different. my like, parents. If you are know not they're directly, in the house,
3: if you know they're in the
2: house, okay, yes, okay, you but go out. Like, you ain't going a a to wake up no. nobody's parents
1: at no eleven eleven when you what are you talking about? No, it wasn't eleven eleven. No, this wasn't eleven <laughs> eleven. This, this was oh, okay.
3: at nine thirty,
0: usually when her parents go to sleep, but in this particular instance they stayed up because they were annoyed that she had somebody in their home, which by the way, she then went into her bedroom, closed the door so that they could watch Space Jam
1: together. Yeah. Big
0: deal.
2: We're grown. I pay rent. Right, right. I pay my what bills. I handle my stuff. You? Yeah. <laughs> they don't
1: the,
2: take I, care this of it.
1: This is, yeah, bangs, gavel, yeah, in favor of Laura. End of story. Thank For me. you. All right. Well, you are uh, you were
0: in the minority because yesterday many, many people called and did not like what happened. That I can tell you.
1: Didn't well, like it. Those people clearly aren't that cool. How about that?
0: I guess not. All right, as we're picking things up, Clinton Yates in as part of the SLK today. Greg Bergman, let me turn my attentions to you for a quick moment. Sure. What's up, man? I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, This Kenley Jansen story, you know, it was, hey, he blew a save. Okay, no big deal. Then it's like, oh, wait, blew two saves, one at home, getting booed. And then last night was a total meltdown. And when I say a meltdown, I don't mean – that, like, Ken Lee by himself melted down. I mean, everybody melted down, from Ken Lee to Dave Roberts to Max Muncy screaming at the umps um, to the Giants taking three out of four. So, uh, listen, passionate sports talk, real Dodger talk. Uh, Your Dodgers last night didn't look good. And, uh, and I don't know where all this confidence comes from. They're going to be fine. They're going to be there. They're going to be in the World Series. Last night, that was a meltdown.
3: So they will be fine, and everything will be okay when it all is said and done. But it is time to sit down Kenley Jansen. I, I know there are people out there saying, like, oh, but what about that, that swing from Darren Ruff? Or, oh, if, if Noisy would have stretched out a little bit more. Sure, the guy was safe either way, but it, it, the problem is, you can't trust him. He can go ahead. You can trust him in the regular season for the first half of the season, but he is past that point of being able to be trusted. And when it comes down to my biggest thing is that when it comes down to the playoffs, to the playoffs, I don't trust him in a playoff situation. So if you don't trust a guy in a playoff situation, which I have to hope Andrew Freeman and Dave Roberts don't, then it's time to do something else, whether it's bringing up Blake Trinan to be the closer or if it's finding somebody else, whether it's Joe Kelly or whoever it happens to be on the roster. I'm not saying who it is. They got to figure that out for themselves or going out and getting somebody, whether it's C- Craig Kimbrell for a change of situation or whoever it happens to be. Somebody else has to be the closer, because if you're not going to be the guy in the playoffs, you shouldn't be the guy now when it all starts to matter.
0: All right, Clinton, weigh in here. I'm sure you saw what happened last night. I'm sure you're following this story, and I know we're going to get deeper into it. And by the way, um, we'll take your calls later on. First, we're going to play Bash for Cash, and we're going to try and give away a whole bunch of money this afternoon. But Clinton, weigh in on what is becoming the controversy of L.A. sports right now, this Kenley Jansen story.
1: Well, I, I don't think I go as far as Greg in that I have to extrapolate what his particular playoff situation is going to be. But I, I mean, I do think right now it's reasonable to just sit him. Like, do we remember when Dave Roberts said Kenley's the starter and it was like pre position players reporting and everybody was like, what is he even doing? The reason why I said at the time, like, okay, big deal, it's April, is because by now you can reasonably say, okay. It's time to put him on the shelf for a bit. He doesn't have it. You've seen what's happened the past two nights. The second one leading to an entire team meltdown. Like, if for no other reason than you need to change something at this moment based on the composure element that was lost in the last couple games, then do it. I, I don't think that that has to be a massive controversy. He's a veteran. It's not like he's going to be like, oh, psychology is blown for the rest of the season because that the guy's struggling. He knows that. You know what I mean? And for me, I don't necessarily have to put the judgment on whether or not I trust him. He's ineffective right now. This is the big leagues. It's a good enough reason to sit somebody. And you don't necessarily, if you don't want to, not that I would hate this, Greg, you don't necessarily have to go beating the bushes for somebody else. You swap them in and out. And that's why depth is a thing that you want on a big league roster.
3: Right, which I agree with. And, like, look, when you go the trade deadlines in, what, eight days, seven days, something like that? You you always go out and try and get relief pitching. It's just sure. that's a that's a thing. No matter what, you're going out and get relief pitching. You don't have to go so crazy as to get like some amazing closer. Craig Kimbrel is probably the only guy that's on the board that makes any type of sense whatsoever. If you don't get him, that's fine. You have other guys within your with that depth you're talking about, and also Corey Knebel is coming back, and um, some another and other guys are coming back too. They're going to start having that bullpen build up just a little bit. Right now, it's like Garrett Clevenger and Alex Façia. Like, <laughs> sorry, like those guys are not going to be pitching meaningful games in the postseason. So right now, if that's what we got to deal with, that's what we got to deal with. Sure You know what I mean? Like, yeah. these aren't it's the guys. It's literally that the dog seeing. days. You're right. It's late yes. July. This all is right. when these things happen.
0: You but know? let me just say one thing and then we'll get to bash for cash. And then I know people are going to want to jump in on all of this. But let me just say one thing. If last night, if the strike is called when Ruff clearly, clearly did not check his swing. And the Dodgers didn't get the call from the home plate ump. They checked down to the first baseline and the first base ump gave the, the the safe sign. If they get that strikeout, which should have been a strikeout, okay, we're not having this conversation.
3: I mean, Cap, hold on. like there was there was a two-o ball that was they called a strike, the strike, the home plate umpire called the strike that was like two feet outside. Okay, it was so, it, it so should have been three oh. We never would have gotten to that point he okay, would have been I, walked earlier.
0: Okay, listen, there there are other things that happened. Can we agree at least and we'll, we'll go deeper into it? There were other things that happened other than just Kenley.
1: Yeah, but that's a one game situation in that particular scenario and we're talking about two games in which this happened and overall, again, and Greg, I, you know we can get into this later, but I think that this is a situation where like even the best teams, and I'm not saying this is going to, you know, extend out to necessarily the Dodgers winning the World Series or anything like that, but even the best teams have a pretty decent blowout meltdown once a year. You know what I mean? And if this is as bad as it gets for this team, then like, okay – you know what I mean? You readjust. You figure it out. Like I said, it's late July. All right? This, is, These are the dog days. And if this happens in this scenario, it's better than it happened in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Or it's better than having no idea how you'd react if it happened in a more high-leverage situation. This is about as late as you can get in the season for something to go this awry as a clubhouse and I think still have a reasonable time to get it together as veterans and professionals.
0: Well, three out of four at home, losing to the Giants as the Giants extend their lead. And it has become the lead story in LA sports, we'll get deeper into it. But coming up next, time to play Bash for Cash. Don't go anywhere because you're going to hear your cue to call, and we're going to put somebody on the air coming right back. And somebody's got an opportunity to win some serious cash. That is coming up next. Clinton Yates is in for the S and the L. Okay, looking K is great, here, by the way. Right, and looking good. Okay, <laughs> looking money. Um, you got Bergman, you got Laura, and we're going to take plenty of your calls. Bash for Cash is coming up. Yeah, it's SLK on a Friday, no Sedano, no LZ, Kaplan, Clinton Yates, Greg Bergman, corporate Greg Bergman, at unique underscore, Laura's in the house, and it's time for Bash for Cash, Clinton Yates, let's say hello to David Sampson of Ventura, David, you are today's Bash for Cash contestant, what's up David? What's up Dave? Hey guys, how you doing?
5: Beautiful Friday afternoon to all of you.
0: Thank yeah, you. yeah. good Friday, and, uh, and hopefully off to a great weekend. Hey, you know, just for being the Bash for Cash contestant today, you've already won a virtual meet-and-greet with Mookie Betts, and that's courtesy of Body Armor, more than a sports drink. Stock up on Bar- Body Armor sports drinks at your local Albertsons. Now, David, here's how this game works. You pick a Dodger or an angel player to hit a home run, and in what inning? If you get the right player today, you're going to get $400. If you get the right player and the right inning, you're going to get $800. But everybody else out there is rooting against you, because if we don't have the right <laughs> prediction today, Monday's cash prize goes to 500 and and 1000 So, David, let's win some money this weekend. Give us your prediction who you taking, a Dodger or an Angel? Who's going to hit a home run tonight and in what inning?
5: You know what? I'm going to take uh, Justin Turner in the first inning. Let's Get things started off right. Oh,
1: okay. Love that pick. All right, y'all. Make sure you listen Monday at 4.15 p.m. when we have another Bash for Cash contestant. Special thanks to Owning, bringing safety and simplicity to refinancing your home. Visit Owning.com for more info today.
0: All right, good luck to David Sampson. He's got Justin Turner. Looking for him to turn things around because the one thing, Clinton, I'll tell you this, and Bergman, I know you're bringing the passion today for your Dodgers. The one thing you don't want to have happen is lose three out of four, fall further back in the race to San Francisco, and then here comes lowly Colorado in town. you got to immediately get your head out of your – well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. you got to, you got to get your head together, and, and, and you got to start banking some wins here if you're the Dodgers – because the Giants have just not slowed down, but Clinton, I, I'm I gotta say right now, this is going to be the least popular opinion. I know I'm going to be in the minority here. I'm not ready to give up on Kenley Jansen just yet. I know Dodger fans booed him coming in, they booed him leaving last night. I'm in a very small camp, Clinton, but I'm not ready to give up on him yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not about uh, it's not about whether or not he gets booed again. Like this is one of the things that I think is difficult for a lot of people to get their heads around is that like yo it's not about what everybody likes all the time it's about what's working and what's not and in this particular case like i said because of exactly what you mentioned scott like they're running out of real estate you got to start winning some games like literally for the win and the loss column not just to sort of prove to yourself that you're more talented like there's a race here happening for a reason and all of the games count the same and so for me Look, if you're dropping your win probability by running a guy out there who probably needs a little time off, that's just not smart. It doesn't matter how much anybody likes anybody or how much a guy's getting booed. You've got to give yourself the best chance, Greg. And right now, I just don't think that Kenley is the guy you want. I mean, you sit him a series. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? And figure it out because you can't do that right then because, you know, like I said, wins are at a premium in this division.
3: Yeah, he definitely needs to sit whatever, whatever length of time it is. But let me – hold on, Scott. Yes, you're saying that you are on the side of Kenley Jansen. You don't go away from him, right? That's that's your view. You you stick with Kenley Jansen.
0: Yeah, you see the thing is, Greg, is that um, two games doesn't really no. do much for me. Sure, then, okay, that's and then, that's all and fine. Then three and games, three games doesn't really knock me out. And what I do is, you see, I'm I'm trying to be patient here. And I'm trying to think about it over the course of the entire season. I'm not trying to be so reactionary right now. By the way, you know me. I'm an emotional high and low guy. I mean, I'm th- a series is over. A series is over. You know, you win a game. I'm like done. They're they're gonna win. They lose a game. I'm like, oh my god, they're finished. I- I'm I'm emotional like that. But the only thing I'm gonna say is is that when I look at last night, if I were sitting there like Dave Roberts and trying to figure out what happened
3: here. Wait, 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 so wait, wait, many- wait, 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 wait. This we need to go back just a little bit. I'm sorry. Right, so look, look. It. You are doing this because you are a San Diego Padres fan (laughs) that wants the Dodgers to lose. So what's happening here is it's like when I'm like, let's keep Clay Heldon at USC forever. (laughs) Like that's me saying I want them to lose forever. So you saying that you want Kenley Jansen to stay is because of being a Padre fan and wanting the Dodgers to lose. Okay,
0: listen to me. I, I love what you're saying. I love it. Okay, I love what you're saying, okay? But you're actually not right on this one, although that's actually a really smart perspective, which is if you are a Padre fan or if you are a Giants fan, you should be having this opinion of, hey, what are you giving up on Ken Lee for? Because really what you should be saying is is like, hey, the more he pitches, the more they're going to blow saves. So, yeah, I support Ken Lee. But actually that's not really where I'm coming from. Where I'm coming from is I watched the end of, of trevor hoffman's career as just by way of example and you know every single time trevor hoffman went out there we didn't really feel all that confident he blew a lot of big saves um, lost a playoff series through a blown save by the way to tony gwynn's son i'm just telling you that i watched this once before how fans react to a great career closer who starts to struggle a bit towards the end of his career. And I saw fans give up on that player. And it's, it's really not coming from a place of, I hope the Dodgers lose, so keep putting Kenley out there. It's coming from a place of, last night, can we, can we not agree on this? There were a lot of other factors besides just Kenley Jansen. He wasn't You're going to one day.
3: You're going to one night. Look, if Mark Melanson, who is the closer for the Padres, if he did this where he blew three saves in one week while you were fighting for first place, you would be losing your mind. But I also
0: don't have the history, and Melanson doesn't have the history, for me to have the trust and belief in him to get it together.
1: This is why the history is not that important. Sidebar, Mark Melanson, nice guy. I saw him in Denver at the All-Star game. Um, but like the, the the effectiveness is important here because listen, you're not necessarily, I mean, you're not dismissing Kenley from the roster you're going to need him at some point and so that's why I didn't go as far as Greg said earlier when it's like well okay maybe I don't trust him in the playoffs now but it's not the playoffs i want to make sure that whatever he needs to work on to get it together can happen by the time you would need him anyway and so like that's another reason why sitting somebody is not that big a deal to me like it's a long season bro you know you're going to have dips and dives and like i don't need to st- like i don't know that putting him on the bench means that you're not sticking with him if that makes sense you know what i mean it it it's a longer term decision in terms of who you are and what you want out of Kinley, he's at the end of his career. It's as much a matter of simply gas in the tank, I think, at this point of the season, as it is anything with being able to be, you know, hit the zone, you know. And I, like, the two things are correlated, obviously. So yeah, sit him down, give him a rest. It doesn't mean that you've got complete no confidence in him. It means that at this stage of the season, you're managing your men differently, and that to me is what smart leadership. is does it's not necessarily about picking favorites at any given moment well going back by, to by the way i love you beginning. calling me
0: out like this i love you well, calling well, me well, out you, saying you need that, it. that you think <laughs> no it's totally cool i have no issue with it at all um i can't hide it i can't deny it i can't lie about it i mean look um but it's really not it's not like hey you know what i really want to see keep trotting him out there because the more you put him out there the worse it's going to become for the dodgers and the better it's going to become for the Padres. It's really not coming from that place, although that was a very smart thing to say. And maybe I should be thinking about it that way.
3: Well, that's what you know. That's what you guys do to Laura and I when we're talking about the Clippers versus the Lakers, and when we say bad things about the Clippers, like, "Oh, this is what I want them to do." It's still so they'll lose. But Clinton, you were talking, yeah. So Clint, you were talking about at the beginning about how Dave Roberts said that he's the Kenley is the closer. He is the closer for this team at the beginning of the year. Yes, yeah, that was in You're April. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, and that's right. And you were absolutely right. And he was, and he was fantastic to a point where guys, maybe not fantastic, but he got to a point where people are talking about he wants, he should be an all-star because he was that good leading up to here. But guess what? We got to a point now where it's like, okay, look, you're throwing 96 yesterday and it was all over the place. There was no control whatsoever. So if you're going to be throwing like that with with no control, that's going to be a problem moving forward. And unless he figures that out, which he hasn't shown in the past when it matters, he can figure out. So thank you for getting us to this point. Now it's time to move backwards. Mm. Yeah. All right.
0: So let me ask you you this question. You ready? Because I saw a really interesting poll that was produced on dodgerblue.com. You tell me, Greg. Okay. What should the Dodgers do? Should they, should they a continue to use Kenley Jansen as their closer? B, use Blake Trinan as their closer. C, trade for Craig Kimbrell, who's probably the best available guy out there. Or D, you got some other great idea? You tell us.
3: (laughs) Well, It's going to be a tough one, but it's probably B, where Blake Trinan, who was the closer for a long time in Oakland and was a very good closer, depending on the year, uh, was a good closer up there. It's probably that guy who's been in those situations before, who understands what that, that pressure is like and has been in that pressure. So right now, it's Blake Trinan, but you also, you go out and you grab other bullpen arms. You just do because that's how it works. And maybe down the line, look, maybe when Corey Knebel comes back and he's looking great, maybe Corey Knebel is the guy that, be, that starts being the closer. It just depends, but Kenley, well, will he, here's the thing. Kenley will be a closer in certain situations, bottom of the lineup, up by three, um, you know, like just it's it's all about matchups. So Kenley will get chances to close in, in moments, just lower leverage. Speaking
1: of matchups, if you match me up with every single person on this lineup on the 710 picture, I think one on one, I could beat each one.
0: <laughs> really? You just think down <laughs> in one, baseball? One, one by one. No, just, like no, on just in... the
1: 1v1 Showdown Handsome Man contest. <laughs> I mean, maybe Key, you know, because Key looks great in this picture, but.
0: It's funny yeah. to me how we all well think here. we should be the number one seed in who's the handsome guy at 710. I mean. Oh,
1: well, listen, I've been a member of the handsome man community for many years. Listen, you I represent huh? the delegation very well. All right, <laughs> I'm pointing that out. I'm just saying. I was looking at this, and this is this is the matchup I have on my mind, Craig. All right,
0: hold on. Stand by, everybody. It's a big one. <laughs> I want to tell everybody if you want to jump in, now would be a great time to do it. 877 710 ESPN, 877 710 3776. Coming up next. Overrated or underrated. And then if you want to bring some strong opinions to this Kenley Jansen conversation, go for it. This is SLK on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight s-a-v-e
3: go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you again try jet's signature eight corner pizza and get five dollars off with code eight save that's the number eight s-a-v-e jets pizza better because it has to be thank you very much chris all right we're gonna start with clinton on birthdays because cap needs to google
0: because i probably won't know who anybody is
3: Right, exactly. You Once, put me I in the middle of this
0: Keyshawn Johnson.
3: For answers on time and in market, I'm your man. How
1: about yeah, that? You
0: put me in the middle <laughs> of this Keyshawn Johnson, Danny Glover mess yesterday.
3: Yeah, it was know? fun. Yeah, it was great. But yeah, anyways, Clinton, yeah. yes. Woody Harrelson or Marlon Wayans? <laughs> what? Woody, Woody Harrelson, Harrelson or Marlon- is, Okay, listen. Let me Over tell you what I was doing
1: earlier today. I walked down to a little place called the Venice Beach, you know, basketball courts to hang out because that's a place that i hang out at because i like it so much i liked it immediately when i was 12 years old and saw the movie white men can't jump which woody harrelson plays a massive part in so to me he will always be tremendously underrated
0: i don't know man i mean marlon wayans i'm gonna get you sucker you know White Chicks. Oh my God! White Chicks is hilarious. Please hit
1: the buzzer, Laura.
0: Although Terry Crews in White Chicks did steal the show in that one scene where he's in the club and he's dancing and he's he's you know making his pecs jump up and down. Immediately,
1: if you if you think I've seen that movie, you're nuts. White (laughs) Chicks. I have not. Come on. Yeah, Absolutely not.
0: Well, good. I'm glad to hear that you haven't seen it because most of the movies that everybody on this show talks about, I haven't seen either. So don't, don't worry about it. Listen, Woody Harrelson Woody Harrelson is great to me, and I would say he's underrated. And Marlon Wayans, because you're going up against Woody Harrelson, happy birthday, dog. But I got to put you as overrated here. Tried to make the case, but couldn't do it.
3: Yeah. Well, Marlon Waynes was great in a lot of things. He was great in. Yeah. The I uh, like Marlon Waynes. He's just no Woody Don't Harrelson. be a menace. Yeah. Don't be a menace to South yeah, Central. They're, they're you two, different, two, different, two different conferences. You know? Yes. Different very. Woody Harrelson is, is amazing.
0: By so, the way, I think yeah. you would really like White Chicks. It's very funny.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: I will take your <laughs> so, recommendation on that. <laughs> All right, Cap. <laughs> cap so ted lasso came out today on apple tv plus the first Mm -hmm. season blew everybody away that watched it i think at least with its wholesome and comedic show that it was very necessary to watch during the pandemic when everyone was down ted lasso brought you up so will season two be overrated or underrated
0: um i'm gonna say that season two i hope will be underrated but i'm worried that it could turn into overrated so my answer will be underrated but I'm glad you're telling me that it just came out today because I did see a few people that were tweeting about it like, okay, I'm getting ready to go in, Ted Lasso. And I had one of those moments where I'm like, um, I really, really liked Ted Lasso, but I didn't know that it was already coming back. So as soon as I finish Startup, Clinton, have you happened to seen Startup yet on, that's not on Netflix? Part of,
3: that's not part of Overrated. Underrated? No,
0: I realize that, but I'm just saying when I finish Startup. <laughs> I was like,
3: wow, he yeah, took we, a quick, I'm quick left on a turn tangent. off the highway.
0: When yeah. I finish Startup, I will start Ted Lasso season two. So I'm going Underrated.
1: Um, I have yet to see Ted Lasso, but I, I would call myself as a person that is enjoying the Ted Lasso universe. It's made a lot of people online a lot nicer to each other, which is an important element in my day-to-day. People are like, huh, if I can see that TV character be a reasonable human being, so can I. And that is the kind of motivation I'm here for. So I'm going to say underrated, and hopefully it's great, because clearly it is leading to people choosing to be
3: better people on Earth, and
1: that's all we can ask for.
3: Yes, sir. That's the way it should be, too. Uh, All right, Clinton. NBA 2K is easily one of, if not the best NBA games that is out there. Well, NBA 2K22 is now going to allow you to have a hip hop career option when you're in the city added to your player. Is this new option overrated or underrated? So it's like a story mode? Yeah, in the city. When you go into the city, yeah. I mean, that's a little weird. I,
1: I'd have to know who's actually behind that. But, like, I mean, I presume that you don't necessarily have to be a rapper in the story mode. It's just, like, a thing to do. That's kind of cool. I mean, I, I don't, again, depending on how that's executed, it could be a big disaster, but I'll give that some props for now.
0: I'm going to go with it's overrated correctly here. rated as
1: a maybe for me, Greg. <laughs> I'm,
0: going, I'm going overrated. I'm not a gamer, okay? I, I understand how big this, this game is. I hear my man Kevin Harlan's voice on the game because my kid will sit around here and play for hours. But um, yeah, just this, this notion of I get to be a rapper in a video game doesn't do much for me. I'm not a gamer. I don't play it. I'm not going to rap in it. Overrated.
3: All right, fair enough. So Kaplan Warner Brothers announced yesterday that they are going to produce 10 or more movies that are exclusively, exclusively for HBO Max in 2022. They will not be coming out in theaters at all. Is this movie, is this move by Warner Brothers overrated or underrated?
0: I'm going to go overrated immediately, but I'm going to explain why. So, this is where you get Space Jam, right?
3: Right. But I think Space Jam is in, is in theaters right, also. Right. Is but, in. It, but
0: it's also, but if you didn't want to go to a theater, you would use HBO Max, right? Sure. Okay. I'm having a little bit of a hard time, and maybe somebody could hook a brother up here. So, I have a smart TV. But I'm not really sure, I hate to admit this, I'm not really sure I know how to download the HBO Plus or HBO Max (laughs) app. Oh, here we go. Okay, and then the second part of it is, I have HBO on, like, real hardline cable. I've got every single HBO. I never watch any of them, so it's a complete waste of money. i got to stop doing it. But I guess if I were to learn how to download the app on the smart TV and then actually use it to watch Space Jam, then I might think this is underrated. But right now, because I can't figure out how to use it, I'm going overrated.
1: I got so distracted by that sidebar about cable. I forgot the question.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Warner Brothers is going to put out <laughs> 10 or more movies that are only going to go onto HBO Max. They are not oh. going to go. They're not going to go in theaters at all in 2022.
1: Okay. I mean, I I actually think that's underrated because here's, and I don't want to get too far off on this, but here's the thing. This should have been the case, I think, at least far as an option a long, long time ago, you know, where it's like, hey, Forget about COVID. I just want to be able to maybe just sit at home with my family and watch a movie. You know, the closer we get to that being sort of normalized – as far as first-run flicks are concerned, I think the better. I love that. I mean, the people who want to go to movies are going to go to movies no matter what's playing. That's that's something I think we've learned, like, sort of post-pandemic. The experience of just being in a dark room and being able to look at a large screen, I think kind of outweighs a lot of the types of things people want to watch these days from, like, a content consumption standpoint. So, yeah, this is this is cool to me. All
0: right, there you have it. Overrated or underrated – and somebody hit me up on Twitter and let me know how to download the app and how to use it, and if you can help me figure out my password, that would be helpful as well. All right, coming up, I know people want to get in on this conversation. Are you at a point like Bergman where you have completely given up and say, I no longer trust Kenley Jansen, or flip side, are you saying, no, I'm not quite done with him yet, and by the way, I can find a lot of other reasons why the Dodgers lost that game last night, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Here come your calls. Clinton Yates is in. Caps in the house. must be 21 plus and present in present and select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details i couldn't hear anybody <laughs> uh, all of a sudden all of a sudden what i heard was this is the home for real dodger talk
1: and then next thing you know it was t pain all in your face <laughs> all
0: i heard was dave <laughs> roberts should be fired immediately and everything went dark and That's i had this exactly panic what happened to I, me. dude i had this panic mode i checked my headphones
1: <laughs> i checked my comrex i did no, every single I swear thing you, exactly I like checked, you did
0: Same. i checked my comrex i'm like did i get disconnected from the
2: studio <laughs> Laura, did
0: you not hear the exact same thing we heard?
2: I heard everything.
3: Oh my god, okay. so that's hilarious! So I was like, "What
2: are you doing?" The image is displayed.
3: No, yeah, yeah. yeah I heard nothing either. We were yeah, we there were was all a
1: drop out the there, yeah. little behind the behind the curtain there. That was a definite three way panic moment. We yeah, like, that well, really I guess was. Guess we're off the air. No, so, we're
0: good now. <laughs> well, listen, this is the place to get it out. Seriously, like all of a sudden, I hear a caller call in and say, um, "Okay." Dave Roberts should be fired, and then, boom, everything was gone. I didn't hear anything after that, and I'm like, okay, Clinton, we may or may not be on the air right now for all I know.
1: Got your real Dodger talk right here. Yeah. You know?
0: So I just stepped out of my uh, home studio here for a second. My parents are visiting Clinton, and my mother said, "So, what are you talking about this afternoon? And I said, "Uh, well, we're talking about the Dodgers and their implosion and their closer. And she goes, you're not talking about the Olympics and the opening ceremonies yet? And I said, "No, ma, I don't. I don't know how much we're going to get into that today. But yeah, it's been pretty much about Kenley Jansen and this implosion of the Dodgers, and that is that is really the biggest story going right now in LA sports. So
1: hold on, we need to be going to your mom for way more takes <laughs> if this is the kind of action she's bringing to the table. <laughs> Love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. She was up early this morning watching the uh, watching the opening ceremonies. Nice." Live, so. Hey, listen, all I'm saying about, and Greg, you're calling me out, and I, I can accept it, I can live with it, um, but it's actually not where I'm coming from, but I like where I, it's probably where I should be coming from, because I can tell you this right now, Giants fans last night, They're beating their chest right now going, we went to LA and we took three out of four from the Dodgers. And not only do we take three out of four and extend our first place lead, but we're watching the whole thing melt down right in front of our eyes. That's Giants fans. Padres fans are in the rear view going, well, hold on. We still got a chance to catch up. So the more Kenley Jansen goes out there and, and tries to save or or the more Dave Roberts keeps throwing him out there or Max Muncie's yelling from the dugout, we're watching everybody melt down. So, yeah, I would say Giants fans and Padres fans real, real happy with what's happened over the last four games. Um, my perspective is a little bit different. I just think you you just don't give up on a guy. Listen, your point about sitting him and letting him chill for a little bit, I don't have a big issue with that. But I'm not ready to give up on the guy the way you are, and I know a lot of other Dodger fans are as well.
3: Uh, I am ready to give up on him. I know that these guys, the the Giants fans, are all ecstatic because they came back two nights in a row, and Padres fans are all ecstatic because they were winning games and are right behind the Dodgers now. But... I. I still think everything's gonna be fine for the Dodgers. They're they're not healthy in in the slightest. Where Corey Seager and Mookie Betts are both out. Hopefully, both are coming back next week. That's the the hope. You have some other guys. Your bullpen. We talked about it earlier. Is Garrett Clevenger, Jimmy Sherfie, um, Alex Vasilla. I mean, these are guys that you're not really banking on going forward. So once you get back to a, a normal lineup that we're having, I'll be. They'll be just fine. But the whole Kenley Jansen thing is totally different. Kenley Jansen has done this over and over and over again over the last couple of years. He was not trusted in the playoffs last year. He was not trusted in the the World Series last year. That is a very telling thing, and it also tells me that Dave Roberts is not going to go back to that well in the playoffs. And if you're not going to go back to the well in in the playoffs, you shouldn't now.
1: That's premature. That It doesn't need uh, to be that dire in eh. July. I get what you're saying, but it doesn't need to be that dire in July because the bottom line is this, too. I think what we've realized as a result of seeing these other teams in California, never mind the rest of the league, do well is that you're still going to probably need Kenley Jansen to win the World Series at some point along the way. This is not about putting him in a box and forgetting about him in the closet. It's about, you know, taking him off the shelf right now. like. And I, I think that... You know, look, are, are you trying to tell me, Greg, that you think Kenley
3: Jansen is the Dodgers' biggest problem right now? No, they got plenty of problems, but that's one of the problems because well, you have to be able to trust who you're going into the, into the ninth inning with. Yeah, and that okay, doesn't mean but- that Kenley Jansen is not going to play in games. He will. He will yeah. play in games. Well, you got to find another role. I mean, this
1: that. is what good management right. is to me. You know, you figure Correct. something out. It doesn't mean that he's got to be dismissed. It's just like, okay, well, we're not doing ninth inning saves with Kenley Jansen anymore. You know what I mean? Let's find another way for him to be, I don't want to say effectively wild, but for, for him to have less, less, as you said before in the show, Greg, less leverage, high leverage situations so that you can have a guy who's a veteran who does know how to compete. He just doesn't necessarily have it every night when he's got to dial it up like that night tonight. So you got to work that out in terms of who you are in the clubhouse. I think as much as anything.
0: All right, let, let me go to yeah. the phones let, and you know what everybody it, thinks. Yeah, go we
1: got calls. Let's go to the phones. Yeah, let's because we'll, we'll apparently jump we again. have to fire Dave Roberts tomorrow. Uh, you know let, what I mean? Let, to- <laughs> absolutely not. Do not yeah, fire yeah, Dave Roberts. That was an outrageous call, but
0: yeah. All right, here, here's Steve in LA. Hey, Steve, it's SLK on seven ten. You got Clinton Yates in for us today and for the next week. So, Steve, jump into this conversation. What do you say, man?
5: Well, you guys are missing the boat. It's not about Kenley Jansen. It's the man who's captaining the ship, and that's Dave Roberts. The fact that Blake Trinan should have been used either last night or tonight, the fact that Kenley threw 27 pitches the night before, the fact that he was ineffective middle of the game last night in the ninth inning, he didn't have anybody up, that all falls on Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts, his record with the Dodgers is good. You know what, Cap? You mean... Dave Bergman and about seven million people could manage the Dodgers to the Pacific Division uh, winning, and he's won one title. He's the Doc Rivers of baseball, and as long as Doc, as long as Dave Roberts is the manager, we'll never win again. He should be fired as soon as we don't represent the National League, and he can go. Uh, get hired as a director of community relations and kiss babies and make speeches. But as far as a baseball manager, the guy is
1: clueless when managing a bullpen and pitchers. The guy. Wow. Strong
0: commentary right there from Steve. Wow.
1: I mean, okay, listen, I those are all very legitimate beefs with Dave Roberts' managerial style. I personally would not call him clueless. He just doesn't do it the way that I like. But, bro, I mean, they won the World Series a year ago. Like, what? I mean, this is no kind of honeymoon. I mean, the honeymoon is, what, half a season? What are we talking about here, Greg?
3: Yeah, he's won the NL West every year that he's been the manager. He's gone to the World Series three times, winning it one time. Uh, they're probably. I mean, if you if we're betting, probably going to the World Series again this year. I mean, probably. I, yeah, that's so I, not, that's if not. If a betting, betting, I mean,
0: this is we have this argument. I would every take. Day. I, would yeah. take yeah. I would take okay.
3: it. Yeah. Okay. But, but have, my would, point absolutely. is, is that like
1: healthy, 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 I absolutely take this Dodgers. We're not. Get, we're not getting series. devolved absolutely. in that. What I'm yeah. saying is that no, that's like, fine. We're not throwing Dave you're Roberts not, out on a rail season.
3: No, no, you're not firing Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts is, and also there's, there's so much more to what he does. Sometimes he makes bad decisions. A lot of times he makes bad decisions, but a lot of the decisions come from above. It is not as all Dave Roberts. Uh-oh, so, we go.
0: well, I'm glad you're, you, I'm glad you're acknowledging that. I it's mean, not experience. Well, that's him. a real thing. That's, that's real. Manager.
3: That's super
1: real. And like that's <laughs> part. Of that But also, like, and not to get too sort of left field, but that's part of baseball these days. You know what I mean? Like, so that you that's something that a decent amount starters? of managers deal with in terms of how certain teams run their operations. You know what I mean? Like, that's just that that, that is what it is. Worked last year though. So, all
0: right. Let that? me go to this call right here from Mike. Mike in Long Beach. Kaplan and Yates, Bergman and Unique in on SLK on seven ten ESPN. Mike, jump in here.
4: What's going on, fellas? So basically how I see it is like, I think Jansen is not much of a team player anymore. Like, yeah, he got a little upset thinking that he didn't get picked for the All-Star. All right, point granted. But however, you, do you see yourself playing? I understand you got the most saves. Got that. But however, he, his saves are coming in games that we really don't need. When it comes down to it, the games that we really do need, he chokes. Nobody's scared of him anymore. Like, nobody's scared of a Dodgers closure anymore. I think the only one that was like, that was killing for us was basically in the World Series, was Udias. Other than that, like, they just – they see our closer, and they be like, ha, all we got to do is just wear the team out to seventh inning, eighth inning, just keep it by the two-run lead. The next you know, our closer comes in, and boom, there goes the game. That's just how I see it, you know. And, like, honestly, it's, it's getting annoying. Like, Cap, I get it. You know, you're optimistic. But look back at it. Like, Jansen, he saves games when there's, like, three, four run, if that. After that, he barely wins by one run. I understand a save is a save, but come on. You know, I understand it's Hollywood. You know, you want the dramatic and all this other stuff. But, dude, stop playing with our emotions, man. Like, we, we really want to run this thing back and back, you know? Like, nah. 2018, 2018 against the Red Sox, he blew it.
1: Like, now, this is a great call. One. This is a great point. I just I just want to say that. that that's that's a good point, and that's a reasonable beef, I think, at this stage of the season. It's just, it's just like, look, if other teams look at your late-game high-leverage situations and they don't feel they have to make any adjustments other than to just watch baseballs at the plate, it doesn't even matter whether or not his name is Kenley Jansen, whoever that player is. To me, at that point, you have to consider making a change because that's half the battle when you're coming in from the bullpen. You know what I'm saying? Some level of intimidation in terms of your ability to get out when they need them the most you're pitching from an advantage that's the whole reason it's called the save and so like if just emotionally from a competitive standpoint that's gone that's a good enough reason to change whoever's at that position because it's a competitive disadvantage
0: very good call mike very good you're playing with my emotions man 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776 stick around what you need to know and this is something you absolutely must know is next it's SLK on 710 ESPN